I'm Scott Blakeman, getting through this on Manhattan's Upper East Side. And I'm Tom Saunders in New York's Flatiron District. Historians thousands of years from now will listen to our podcast of record and no doubt be amused by the things people in this time period thought were hugely important and catastrophically worrisome. Our latest bugaboo is AI, also known as artificial intelligence, and the most terrified seems to be the mo- the smartest people. But, Scotty, not to go all Fareed Zakaria, I have a different take. Imagine you had a friend who was not just smart, but amazingly genius-level, brilliant, able and willing to solve an infinite number of problems instantly based on literally all the knowledge available to humans. Imagine he or she was completely loyal to you and would always be by your side and on your side. You could wake your friend in the middle of the night and ask him or her anything and get an instant, intelligent, and probably highly accurate answer. Your friend, well, your friend would ask nothing in return. You, uh, you never would have to even remember your friend's birthday. If you were a student, your friend might help you cheat on the most difficult of exams, but would never rat you out. Oh, and your friend would be quite willing to let you take all the credit for everything your friend came up with. Think of how powerful your friend would make you, how elevated might become your self-esteem. Scotty, I wonder if the reason smart people are not just worried about artificial intelligence coming for their desk jobs, but that AI could ultimately democratize smartness. Everyone, even the pizza delivery guy, can be as effectively intelligent as the most obnoxious university professor. The hierarchy of smart people will be smashed. Words that will strike terror into the hearts of everyone who prides themselves on superior academic credentials. (laughs) One day, soon, they may have to come up with a new way to look down on the supposedly less smart. I prepared this introduction without the aid of ChatGPT, so I might be wrong. But I suggest the intelligentsia get good at one thing artificial intelligence doesn't help. And of course, I'm talking about pickleball. (laughs) Well, Tommy, I was at a dinner party in Paris recently, and well, I love the sound of that sentence so much, I could just leave it there, but, but there's more. When a guest learned that I was a comedian, the first thing he said was, you're the only profession that doesn't have to worry about AI. Yes, comedy. It'll survive unscathed by JetGPT, which means this very podcast has nothing to fear from this new technology. JetGPT is basically cliff notes on a whole other level. And just as Cliff Notes were intended to clarify books you were supposed to have read, many students of yesteryear simply copied the Cliff Notes interpretation of the book verbatim without going to the trouble of reading it. Now, ChatGPT goes the extra mile by writing it for you. Now, I'm certainly not the ethicist column in the New York Times Magazine, but this all comes down to the very analog and ancient concept of cheating. The technology may be new and even terrifying to some, but the game remains the same. Either you learn it and write it yourself, or you have a chatbot do it for you. Well, Tommy, this may be the time to bring back Goofus and Gallant from Highlights Magazine to show us the right way to handle this. <laughs> and I, Tommy, I, I, first of all, I, I applaud you for finding the upside of this technology that so many people fear. And indeed, I share your dream of seeing pretentious academics put in their place. 
But I fear that ChatGPT will just be another thing for them to mock high-handedly because, well, as I discovered when a friend ordered up a ChatGPT bio of me, it was riddled with inaccuracies. <laughs> Although I didn't really mind its assertion that I was one of the wealthiest comedians in the world. <laughs> That's fabulous. Scotty, that is a true indictment of the chat GPT. <laughs> well, you know, Tommy, and, but it will get better. And again, I have to say, I do applaud you for this because, you know, the, the doomsayers and the, 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 are all saying, oh, it's going to be the worst thing. And certainly uh, artists could worry about it, but it's not stopping wonderful artists like Ginger from doing their art and, and painting and, and, and no. knowing that they did it. And, when, uh, when chat GPT starts actually stops you from from doing your your thing as it were then yeah. i think it will have gone too far if like if you get a, a, a some sort of email from chat gpt telling uh, or if ginger did you you must stop painting at once now paint all painting must be done by chat gpt then i think that will be worrisome i think that yeah. will be going too far yeah where, and that where, it would actually tell you not to do things because chat gpt is smarter and better and actually that is what people people are afraid that 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 it was if ai will take over you know that it'll take over everything there's the you know that that it will control us all and it will be our 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 uh, overlord well uh, you know there's always that initial overreaction to all new technology even even remember cable television was supposed to be the death of movies back in the earliest days, stop the monster. There's a there's a, a monster in your television set and these horrible, <laughs> you know, trailers and theaters and that never came to be. So no. and again, well, I think it does come down to time to the old bromide, you know, you can use it for good or for evil. <laughs> and that's yeah, that's, that's really the thing. Of course, as you say, to have this information, uh, you know, I mean we have Siri now, but this is this uh, on a higher level. If you want to use it for good, then that's great. And yes, the kids who you know, skip doing it themselves and just do Jap PT. Well, you know, that's not a good thing uh, either. And they'll- No, uh, no, no. I, well, I have to say, I, I yeah. too was at a dinner party, uh, although not in Paris, but in Wyndham, New York, uh, in, yeah. in the back country, wonderful bunch of people. And there's a, a high school student who, uh, who was part of our social set, if you can imagine that. And, yeah. uh, and he was saying that uh, indeed, chat uh, that the, the the kids they don't write essays anymore. They just chat GPT them, run them through Dutch, uh, a Dutch app that translates it into Dutch, run it back into English, and that sort of makes the make it confuses the teachers enough to make them think that they so wrote it. No themselves. way they could track it. I guess that way. Uh, well, but I mean, that, yeah. but the essays get written. That's the point. And, and yeah, and if that's the case, what? What harm has happened, really? Yes, the person hasn't learned how to write an essay, but they don't really need to learn. Can I just make another point, Scotty? When I was a kid, and I was a kid at one point, <laughs> hard to believe, but I was. And uh, I was a bad speller, and I didn't mind being a bad speller. In fact, sometimes my older siblings would laugh at my spelling, and I liked that. It was a laugh. I was getting a laugh. I, uh, uh, but I never really took spelling that seriously because i thought eh, it's not that going to be that big a deal and, the, and it turned out indeed it wasn't now we have spell check yeah and i'm i'm just it, my spelling has gotten better of course over the years but spell check makes it possible for me not to worry about spe spelling so all that time spent learning every single 
you know, and I think we may have discussed this in a past podcast, how I spell better in German than I do in English. <laughs> and ironically, Tommy, I was spelling champagne, as we would say in Brooklyn, in like eighth grade. Uh, to this day, I remember the word I got out on uh, practicing. This was in sixth grade, I believe. And I spelled it the British way. And my, I went home to my parents and we appealed and I was reinstated. And this is one of the great moments in spelling history. Mm. Uh, but Tommy, I guess I would not. Wait, wait, wait. So just to follow that yes. through, just to unpack that. So yeah. uh, what you're saying is that you used to spell champagne it differently, like not champagne. Like... <laughs> well, I, I guess I, was, I am to this day a, a pretty good speller. And I don't know why you learn spelling, really. I mean, I don't oh, think. Some do, though. I mean, that's the thing that yeah. it, it, you it, with English, as I'm saying, that uh, English spelling is so Byzantine and 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 has to, it's sort of corrupted with all these these rules that have ne- that no rules actually. A lot of these medieval spellings have lasted till now, even though they don't correspond phonetically. But uh, uh, languages like German, and I believe this is true of uh, Italian and Spanish as well, have a completely uh, organized, um, you know, systematic way, uh, 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 system so that if you know how a word is pronounced, you know how to spell it in well, that language consistent. instantly. The it's most consistent. boring thing right. event in, in, in the world would be a German spelling bee. <laughs> right. Everybody would, would win. Right. And there'd be a lack of emotion too at the end. So no, that, that would, uh, you know, that's, be a, that's another issue. Yeah. That's too. a whole thing. But Tommy, you know, I, I don't want to be a, a too, I don't know if the opposite of school marm, I guess school mannish or yeah. something, but uh, again, it's all a matter of, yes, uh, I'm there's many things I want to learn about. And rather than read a whole book, I could say, well, tell me what, uh, uh, what, of course. And by the way, I am continuing on with the power broker. The next podcast, I'll delve into it more. I've taken a break. But for our listeners who tune in just for that information, I'm going back to it. I haven't forgotten. I'm not some highfalutin Paris traveler now who doesn't need to read American English books. No, I'm returning to it. But uh, I could say, well, name 10 things that Robert Moses built instead of reading 1147 pages. But I am going to read it. But others might. So there's nothing wrong with that. No. But what, again, troubles me, Tommy, and this is mm. a, an obvious thing that the emphasis would cover if you got to do it, and this is for the kids listening, and we do this for the kids, obviously. If you're a student, do it yourself because uh, Chatbeak GPT, you know, it, it makes it easier, but in the end, you want to be able to do it yourself. You That's be my able little to write PSA. an essay. Yeah. Because what, what, what ha- could happen if, you, if we need an essay uh, yeah. uh, uh, and we need it now? And the chat GPT, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, satellite has been shut down by the enemies. And yep. so now we have to go into our basement and write and t- on manual typewriters and pound out the essays as fa- as fa- and then we don't know how to do it anymore. Well, Tommy, you just came up with in a flash an elevator pitch for probably a, a several hundred million dollar grossing picture. They mm. they don't need to bomb us anymore conventionally. They need to just knock out the satellite, whatever that yeah, creates chat GPT and it would the, render people defenseless. Yeah, that is that that's that is exactly what could happen. And and render render people essay list. Yeah. That's the, that's the other thing. Yes, we'd be defenseless, yeah. but we'd also be unable to write our own essays and, and, yeah. and we'd be sitting around 
hey, where are the essays these days? <laughs> you know, the, the satellite got knocked out. And that is actually expected to be the future course of war in the future is satellites getting knocked out. So well, we all they have to do is knock out power for two hours and people, <laughs> we feel weak and adrift. So, oh, they would get... turn, turn into a, a, a primitive, um, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> tribes after two hours. <laughs> of, of no power. Oh, uh, easily. Or, and frankly, for me, 20 minutes. Uh, did, what's in the refrigerator? Do I have to throw anything out? So so this is a great... Uh, but, and we always circle back to this, Tommy. Yeah. A plea for peace without... Uh, people say, well, how do we strike back at a country? Get rid of all weapons. There's everything. Every single weapon, bombs, mm. everything. And if you're really mad at a country, all right, knock out the power for a couple of hours. Yeah. And that you don't have to do it by bombing. You just figure that's all on a grid. You, uh, I'm not saying that's a good thing, but no. do it for a couple of hours and that'll be a war. You know, but, oh boy, that was rough. That that mm. Tuesday, oh, from 11 to two. Yeah. Oh, right. I didn't know how we got through it. And, and I, think, I think the, the, the one part of your proposal, which is absolutely reasonable and Nobel Prize, Peace Prize worthy <laughs> without question, um, is and I wish you could just do get that done by by email. Like you could just email in your proposal to Nobel, and then they just email you back. You know, yeah. you have won your prize, and then you still go to to uh, Oslo to collect oh, sure. it with the parties and everything. Well, then they um, send another email with travel arrangements, and yeah. you know they have a preferred hotel and yeah. all that. I mean, that comes later. But basically, you, you could just you know it make it convenient to to you know submit something to the Nobel people, and that's a perfect one. Um, the 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 I would say the one of the uh, sort of gnarly part, not to get all California like, but one of the gnarly issues of that particular proposal is the getting the countries to give up all their weapons, you know, uh, completely. Where do you put the weapons? Do you bury them in the ground? And for, and how do you get them to say, hey, you know, Iran, South Korea, Russia, China, you know, it, uh, and, and, I mean, your job is put, cut out for you because, you know, you're going to have to convince each one of these. And a lot of times these leaders Scotty, yeah. just trying to get to the to the for you. I'm talking about, and I I think I, I don't know. I see you as you know flying from place to place in some sort of electric jet. Yeah, uh, well, very Secretary of State ish. So you uh, need to develop the electric private jet so that yeah. you don't you don't get ridiculed for and 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 harassed for you know wasting. No, no, and know, but I must say I will not fuel. go along with a self driving jet. Uh, that that's one thing. Thankfully, no one. T- Although then again, planes are guided by computer. But at least the, the a lot gentlemen. of them, yeah. Surprisingly, a lot of them are self self flying planes. But at uh, least the uh, captain and his, you know, the solid yeah. sounding men are right there. Uh, you know. Yeah, and that's right. You know, you'll have a good pilot. But that so that's what we what needs to happen is the development of the electric jet so you can fly. And obviously, you'd have an entourage and 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 so yeah. on. Uh, but I wouldn't give this task to somebody else because then they'll hog all the credit and nobody will say, speak of the Blakeman plan. And it no, could jeopardize your chance of getting yeah. the Nobel Prize. And, and it prize. should get me the prize, even if it's not even really that successful. You know, just the fact that right. I'm doing it. And again, I'm not just doing it for the prize, but no one <laughs> no. is big anymore. So I say aim but, big. And of course, will it happen in a day? No. But, no, 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 no. But, but it will happen. And... And the key is uh, getting into, for example, Pyongyang. Where, what's the uh, what's the North Pyongyang, Korea? Pyongyang, I guess. North Pyongyang. Korea, yeah. uh, 
yeah. uh, getting in there and not being captured and taken off for, for to uh, to one of those political prisons. Yeah. That's uh, there's a lot of excitement. Talk about a five hundred million dollar movie. Um, oh yeah, that, yeah. You know, I think you've got to bring along somebody to to you know write all this stuff down for the movie because you know, the the adventure just south just North Korea alone convincing that that um, what's his name that, the Kim Jong Il Kim Jong Il uh, Kim, Kim, yeah. Kim, Kim, convincing yeah. him to give up all his unilaterally because that's the key, you know. Um, yeah, well, we got to do it. I think all in one day because you know. Well, I'm not going to wait till he does it. So. You got to yeah. actually arrange it for a certain time, right? And and you got to work out the disposal areas. Would it be recycled? Right. Again, that's something to be worked out. But it can't be because uh, everyone's going to wait for like. Well, I'm not going to do it until he does it, which makes sense, you know. No, some well, that's plan. it. Totally makes sense. That's what you got to crack through. That's what's happening right now. Oh, I'll yeah. get rid of my weapons, and when 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 Iran gets rid of their weapons, yeah. Uh, uh, that that pit for tat thing. That's where you. That's what what you're going to have to uh, sort of burrow through, I guess. And and and, uh, you know, you're going to have to do your your it's going to be a charm offensive. You're going to have yeah. to put all of your charm. It's really all about charm. You know, well, you know what, about- Tommy, I have an idea how to do it to kind of do a new version of the USO show. Oh. I could be the Bob Hope and we'll have the Raquel Welsh and, you know, the, the current day. Of course, she's sadly no longer with us. To have all of that, because if it's a show, that's kind of hard to just ignore. And you invite yeah. them, you enjoy. You got the leggy blonde, you got the, all the people, <laughs> and it's a fun show, and everybody yeah. has a great time. Leggy then blonde. you go out afterwards, and of course, they all want to meet the women. Well, of course, we'll let them meet them and all that, all above board. Yeah, yeah but, well, but here's the great thing: it's like a Bob Hope show for peace, rather yeah. than just you know uh, entertaining the troops, which certainly had its merit during wartime. Yeah. This is a completely different. It's the it's the uh, uh, the USO show for peace. Scott Blakeman and the Leggy Blondes. I think yeah. you could have multiple Leggy Blondes. Oh yeah, and just and, and you have the Miss America winner and the and they also the college football Heisman <laughs> Trophy winner. You always have to have the football yeah. guy. You know, well, something and, and for another everyone. Couple comedians, you know, to just yeah. sort of round it out. Yeah, uh, maybe yeah. a singer, maybe a singer. What? Oh, who's sure. the modern Bing Crosby? Uh, yeah, yeah, but that's it, Tommy. You said. Bob Hope, not only did he, I mean, I, I give Michael him credit Michael Yeah, yeah, right. Bubele, that's have, your, that's your man. So, so we've yep. already got the show cast. It's just a matter of, I mean, obviously you're still going to need to audition Leggy Blondes. That's, that's. Yeah, but that's never, you know, never shouldn't be a problem. And again, this is. No, that, absolutely not. That's yeah, it's the, a problem for those who don't make, you know. Yeah. Make the cut, but, but <laughs> it's good. And I think it's a way, and again, whatever the equivalent of Leggy Blondes is, for other, you know, genders and interests and all that. It's not going to be right. a set in the 50s or 60s. We're very modern and all that. And, and Well, see- I like I like how the detail we've already put into the planning of this yeah. operation. Oh, yeah. No one else is doing this, by the way. <laughs> Even the so-called peacemakers and these institutes where they get paid all this money uh, to sit around and think tanks and all that. We're yeah. our own think tank, Tommy. Yeah. And we're, we're going for the big prize. World peace. Everyone says it. I believe in world peace. In a way, we're like a Miss America contestant. Only we believe yeah. it. We, I, yeah. I, I care about world peace. Yeah, you uh, really. Well, who, who could? People talk a big game about world peace, but you're actually bringing it about. Uh, yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, I, I will say this. I'm, I'm still, 
um, I, I do think some credit has to go to the people who are going to build the the electric jet. And it's got to be a big one because we're going to have lots of leggy chorus girls. <laughs> yeah, so, you got to so no, I, I, I don't want to downplay their involvement or their contribution to this effort. Oh, no, because that's a universal, you know, thing. And yeah, it's going to be entertainment appealing to everyone. And, uh, and and with concessions made to religious countries, obviously not as leggy. In, in the oh, Middle yeah. East. Some countries yeah. will be they'll be completely covered. Completely covered. Iran, uh, for example, will be. Exactly. Yeah, be yeah, we're not totally... pushing the envelope there. Whatever works, it'll, it'll be fun <laughs> and entertaining, but we're not going to rep ruffle. But they'll still be leggy. It'll just be that they'll be covered with shot yeah. doors or exactly. whatever. Exactly. Whatever. Yeah. The, you know, there are legs there. Yeah. That matters. So, uh, yeah, it'll that's the key, Tommy. I'm glad you brought that up. We we tailor make the show to each country because we yes. just come in with one, and that costs more money. You need more writers and all that, but we'll that's I think and costume better. people. We gonna, yeah, exactly. So yeah. again, we're talking about a fairly. I'm talking about a jumbo jet that's purely electric, which they don't have yet, but yeah. which uh, I, and I think once they develop it for this particular purpose, they can use such jets for for any purpose too. I mean, it's not just going to be for for your your peace mission but so uh i encourage whoever's listening who happens to be a you know a jet engineer uh, uh on this you know get to work on that because we're going to need something like that you can't just do this by train or by sailboat uh no no not a, uh, even though it's it's, it's a, an appeal now also getting back to our original thesis of chat gpt might <laughs> figure right. out a way to do the electric jet so that's a positive oh yeah uh, oh, that Scotty, what a thank you for bringing it back to the original <laughs> original uh, uh, point of departure. ChatGPT will, of course, design your electric. Probably already has, actually. Yeah. Um, and now it's up to somebody to finance it and build it. So that's, you know, hopefully ChatGPT can point us in the right direction. Oh, and, and, they, and again, Tommy, we're in the right direction because, as I said, we we in the comedy world don't have anything to worry about. I mean, I, there's no way to, they just cannot be, Funny. I mean, they can take maybe the you know figure out certain words, sentences, but you know the emotion. Uh, even uh, the great Tom Stoppard, who won the Tony for his Leopold set on and, and on Broadway, said that uh, you know the chatbots can't do what uh, we do, and and uh, uh, yeah, so they there. can't go to parties so there. either. But did he say so there? By the way, he kept saying uh, he said uh, here we are, which is a great. British way so so here we are and that's I love that it's a right it's a very and now uh, here we are the and now here we are is usually about what what a mess we're in and, yeah and now you might have said so was, like and so here we are and yeah. uh it's really covers everything yeah it really does uh, uh well so uh now is there I, I think some people might assume that they hear a tone of smugness in your voice knowing that you are the one who probably maybe the only person with i suppose i'm part of that no, of course category as well that will be employed in the future besides obviously hookers and and so on <laughs> and, and, well uh, uh yeah and so, and so anybody, we, uh... to us and and you know so we would be the only people who are making money and now everybody's going to sponge off of us does that worry you uh, well I, I you know that's a certainly a, a gloomy scenario but i think it's, again we're not <laughs> to my knowledge the only people uh, in the world of 
uh, comedy and comedy. No, 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 even no. I, I, I'm, I, I'm, you're quite right. And there'll yeah. be other co- comedy people as well. If we were, we that would be a class of people. Let's say yeah. we're the only ones who make money. Well, and, and I think that, uh, uh, you know, I think maybe that that very uh, world we spoke of, maybe also the delivery people again will, yeah, many too. times will be exalted even more because Chat GPT can't physically. I mean, yes, you go to Amazon to get something, but you need somebody to bring it over. So, But uh, nobody will need to go to universities. And so the professors will be, you know, you know, sort of hanging around hand in hand, knocking on on our doors, hoping that they can convince us to give them. Well, everybody will be. And that that is something that that, that I think will keep me up at night, that that. It, once we that are, are just, uh, we of the humor world are the only ones who are making money, everybody's going to be hitting us up for, you know, oh, I need this or that or, you know. Or everybody will be trying. That'll be the goal. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to comedy. And even if they don't have the chops or anything. Oh, that's true, too. Everybody, yeah, yeah. they try to get it and try to get into the business or, 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 or just. But I, you, you don't want to even tell people you're in the comedy world anymore because they'll be right. Oh, could you buy me this or that? Or, you know, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's no, that's problem. a side. Uh, but again, Tommy, I, I, I go back to and I relish it uh, the because you're the only one really saying, no, there's good things about it. And there are good things, many good things about it. The fact that you can glean all this. Knowledge again, use it for good, not evil. Well, and, that's uh, the hope. That's yes. the key. That's the key, and that, frankly, uh, has always existed. Uh, you know, cliff notes were, as I said, primitive, but you could kind of copy them too, right. or you could glance at it to help you after you've read the book. So, and, and also, and, and wouldn't that it, it also gave you the the condensed version of what uh, was supposed to be the value of reading the book, you know, the wisdom that came from it, from yeah. reading a thousand books. You didn't need to do that. You could just get right to the heart of what what the uh, author was telling us that would somehow make our life better. Uh, uh, no, without question. And I do go back to the idea that that it that, that chat or I don't know about chat GPT, but certainly artificial intelligence could democratize intelligence. So. Uh, what I'm what I'm trying to get at is the idea that the uh, that the pizza delivery guy will be able to discuss Jean-Paul Sartre <laughs> with the, the most pretentious uh, French intellectual and be able to translate their words so that you could have actually the two the two of them holding up their phone and just having the phones argue with each other because that's the <laughs> source of the chat GPT. Well, the- they, they could be, be smart, is what yeah. I'm well, everyone's smart in a world of intelligentsia, and just just uh, just where where everyone's smart, and and it, yeah. So again, this is the uh, the positive side. It's a waste of time to bemoan this technology because it's here, and uh, let's just enjoy the the positive possibilities that mm. you so brilliantly and and inspiringly laid out. Uh, yeah. A world of smartness. Uh, and I think that's what scares these people most. Like, you know, they talk about, you know, the, the, the Elon Musk, you know, they fear this, this effect that they call, you know, what if, what if a chat, what if um, artificial intelligence is tasked with the idea of making paper clips, right? And, 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 and that's all they were supposed to do. And they will just continue to make paper clips until the world is, is nothing but paper clips. <laughs> and that, uh, or that things are reduced to what's called gray goo. They just complete, and and uh, the the relentlessness and the unstoppability. I don't. That is absurd and ridiculous. Yeah. What I think is at the heart of it actually is 
the thing that used to uh, uh, concern the the the, the, the brawny uh, uh, dock workers and uh, when when they invented huge steam cranes. Oh no, there goes my job. You of know, course, it, of course. Well, there will be that. I mean, some yes. Uh, you would hope that companies would still want to have a copywriter make an ad instead of uh, you know chat GPT. You would hope that, but will that? Will that? Well, there the will case? be some corners cut. Now, the, one, the most dangerous thing uh, is you know that videos can be manipulated, and make it look like Joe Biden is saying something he never said. Having said that. Photoshop is already created, you know, things that aren't as they may seem and all of that. And we need just critical thinking, Tommy. And I say this, uh, you know, a spotlight on me and it zooms in in a very mm -hmm. hushed room where mm -hmm. I say it's up to you, everybody. Yes, this technology is here, but you must decide what is real and what isn't. Wow, Scotty. I mean, that leaves us with a lot to think about. The problem is, what if we just go to Jack GPT and let it think about the problem. <laughs> well, that's, that's my fear is that, yes, you've left us with something really to cogitate on, but, you know, people will just, they, you know, people get lazy. That's, that's the problem. And, and, or maybe that's the solution. Maybe, maybe it, it, it's fine that we don't need to be smart anymore. We can let, let this chat GPT be smart for us. And, but it, it it's terribly bothersome for people who their whole sense of self-esteem is based on their superior intelligence. And that's what's driving them crazy, I think, is the uh, idea. That, though they could be concerned, certainly. And, and again, you know, uh, uh, our great friend George, he, you know, there's something you can do with artwork, which I didn't really, you know, when this was first explained to me, AI and ChatGPT, um, my nephews are in the field and they're brilliant and wonderful people, but I, I, I can't really understand it because my mind kind of drifts off into, should I go back up for more food at the buffet? But uh, when I saw what uh, George did, he just basically said, I want a painting of Thelonious Monk drinking coffee in Antarctica. And seconds later is a full painting in a certain, in a cubist style. You just lay it out. And so I don't know that that's a bad thing. I mean, mm. if he said, uh, I was going to buy a real artwork from a real artist, but no, I'm just going to do this. No, he, this is just something extra. So, but some people might not be like George. They might yeah. say, hey, why don't I cut corners? Why, don't, why do I have to buy real art from, uh, from a, an artist? I can just tell it to make, and, and, and as you're saying, Thessalonians monk in and, and Antarctica in the Cuba style. Uh, that's just one example. It's not the only thing that Tachi no. can do. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, there are those people who, you know, they might, it, it might affect the, the art world, uh, and, and especially when you can make pictures of yourself and, or of your kids and so on. That's yeah. of thing. those type of portraits. Well, but that, mean, was, that was what, what let's point out, uh, if I may, many years ago, and I'm talking about 150 years ago, maybe almost 200 years ago, photography was invented. Exactly. Uh, uh, in the very early part of the uh, uh, 19th century. And um, that presented a, 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 a true challenge to the painters of the day who, because it was much more, it was instant. Imagine that. I mean, photography, this is something this podcast is so excellent at doing. That's finding <laughs> historical precedents where yes. nobody else realized it. But yeah. that was a case of, where, oh my God, it takes an artist days, weeks, months, sometimes years to paint a really good uh, 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 painting that even approximates the, because in those days, that was the idea is painting should 
look as real as it, as possible. And artists would take forever to, to, well, not forever, but but weeks, where here comes along this box, this magical box, this photogra photographical uh, uh, device that instantly, just like ChatGPT instantly creates the picture of Thessalonius Monk, it yes, instantly yes. creates, create, and so art had to change. And no, that, exactly, I but that is what brought on Impressionism. Exactly. And, and, so that's actually was a good thing. Art didn't end. Because no. as you say, most artwork before camera, it was headshots of wealthy people, basically portraits of wealthy people, because there was no photography. And once photography came in, the portraits uh, fell out of favor. But then, as you say, Impressionism and all everything else came. So that, that, it, that, that's how the artists adapted to the world yeah. where where there, where photograph photorealism was no longer necessary. Uh, yeah, a, a and so that's what we must do instantly. here. Yeah, that's what we'll do here. I mean, it's, again, it's not going to be the end of painting or the end of anything it'll just uh uh you know be different and again people will always value the the real thing and i mean we may not always know what it is but uh so i again not it's, it's pointless to fear it it's pointless to bemoan it it's here right uh, when is it pointful to uh, bemoan something by the way uh because <laughs> i think a lot of people will, will listen to that and say well does well i can still bemoan other things yes you can but what 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 is it? When is it a good thing to bemoan something? Uh, uh, like when does that? I mean, yeah, does when that ever result positive? in anything? Has anybody ever? You know, this has been bemoaned long enough. Let's fix it. You know, does that? Does that? Yeah, ever I guess there's some short-term bemoaning that's okay. Or he bemoaned the fact that he didn't dot 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 or something. Right. On a personal level, one can bemoan. Yeah, that's that's sort of regretting too. You could, yeah, which, which is another thing. I, I you know I have a saying, Scotty. The only thing I really regret is the time I wasted regretting. Oh, you <laughs> should carve that one into stone. Yeah, yeah, of course, Mr. Twain did that. And, well, and, I invented that, but but uh, so I'm afraid people will think Mark Twain came up with that. I just didn't want people to think that. Yeah. The only time I spent uh, that I regretted is when I. So uh, regretting makes no sense. Bemoaning, does that result in something good? Like if somebody said, all right, stop bemoaning. I'll do what you want. Yeah, as long as you stop at some point, that's the key. And again, no point in bemoaning technology because no. it's here. You're not going to bemoan and go, hey, you know what? They took it back, the technology. Right, they don't right, really right. Have it anymore. Uh, right, exactly. Oh, he's bemoaning. Okay, I guess we won't have chat GPT. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's never happened in the, or, or, or the automobile, Scotty. Uh, you know, I think our parallel to the photograph is really quite apt, though. Oh, well, it's I mean, so it's not only apt, but should be in the institutions of higher learning like the Sorbonne. Yeah, I was I living think so. not far from, and we should be called in. And again, the scheduling and, and probably near the end of the semester, but still, mm -hmm. we're bringing it all together. And uh, this is what no one is doing. And, and no, so, nobody uh, that that that's uh, and, and including ChatGPT, nobody's doing what we're doing right now. So that's yeah. that's not uh, you know, they're always going to need people like us to do what we're doing right now. That's oh, never exactly. Go away. exactly. And the vote, like as I said, there's always been things that have come along. Oh, that's that'll be the end of this. That'll be the end of that. And no, it maybe changes a little, but uh, or a lot. It, it may change. Quite may change a, bit. a lot, but there will always be the, the the place for the artist who creates original art, and and yes. they'll be celebrated for it. And so uh, 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 they may be, uh, you know, have to prove that they're not a robot. You know, w w uh, <laughs> uh, as we wind down, I do want to point out, like in this time period, people uh, in the future, and and also in the past, when we develop our time machine, they'll be uh, scratching their heads that. 
we used to have to prove that we're not a robot often when we're online trying to do this or that or the other thing and we yeah have to, you have to uh, click wait, the box well, how, uh, identify the number of yeah. chimneys in this oh, these which, pictures. by the way i think i am a robot because i always get it wrong <laughs> and i never get it in one take it's always uh, it's hard. And then they go here's another how about how many crosswalks are here and go, oh. i mean that to me is the most uh uh, onerous kind of punishment. I'm not a robot. Can't we just do one thing where I'm not a robot? Clearly, I'll never be asked again. It's very I'm unlikely that someone a is robot. a human and then at some point they become a robot. I, I haven't heard of it at least. Billion dollar movie, Scotty. The man who discovered he was a robot. <laughs> uh, and, and it's only by failing the, the, uh, the are you a robot tests, visual tests on, on these. Uh, yeah. uh, well, Scotty, we could go forever on this topic. Um, I, I'm, uh, I, and by the way, not a word of this came from ChatGPT. No, no. So we're, we're, we walk the walk and yep. talk the talk and, and have the podcast. Chat the chat. Chat, yeah. All right, Scotty. And on that note, I'm going to continue to be Tom Saunders. And I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman. And we're getting through this.